Welcome to Valley Sports Plug and this very special edition for our Super Bowl preview. I'm your host, Michael Benjamin, as always, joined by Chris Patrick. Chris, how are you doing today? Yo, 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 doing good, feeling good, feeling great. I think this is an awesome Super Bowl matchup, and I'm really excited to chat about it. Absolutely. And we got the one, the only, BSP Tallman. Tallman, how are you feeling today, man? Oh, man, feeling good. Good to be here um, with Chris, but I'm more excited for uh, the Phoenix Open. That's bad, I know. <laughs> but uh, we're not here to talk golf, though. So, <laughs> Well, hey, keep an eye out if you're at the Open. Me and Tom will be out there. We might be asking some questions. But we also got some very special guests joining us today. First and foremost, he's from Dynasty Rewind, where you can catch up on all your dynasty needs especially going into next season it's chevin nooney chev how you doing today man my boys glad to be back it's only been a week i made it two weeks in a row i'm so happy i look forward to those videos at the waste management open that's gonna be a doozy we see a lot of crazy people there a lot of wasted management open going on i love it <laughs> and tallman said hey we're gonna be doing the tallman ticket out there too so we might have a special parlay you know, we'll see if he's picking the Gatorades, what the coin toss is. But super excited for that. And our last our last special guest, his name is Drew Ball. I, I think he said that he's the number one Philly fan. So, Drew, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining us. Not much, man. Nice to see you guys. Nice to meet a couple of you. And, uh, yeah, number one Eagles fan, Philly fan in the West, I would say. So, Glad to be on, chop it up about my Eagles a little bit, and hopefully get a win this weekend. Please, begging for it. And I know you're going to have some pretty cool stories because you were actually out in Philly, you know, probably about a week and a half ago as well. So we'll definitely dive into that. But first and foremost, guys, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs are here playing on Sunday for Super Bowl 57 can't believe we're that far into it. It just seems like yesterday the Patriots were playing the Giants in the first ever Super Bowl here in Arizona. But I want to go ahead and toss it over to Chev first and foremost. Chev, in this matchup, what are you looking forward to the most to start? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes holds up with that ankle injury against this Philly defense, man. That defense is, is stout. A lot of good defensive linemen that they can substitute in and out. And, you know, that could be a problem. But Kansas City's no slouch on their own, man. They have a, a great team. They, I mean, they have incredible D linemen as well. I mean, you see what happens when you piss them off and call it Burrowhead. I mean, they sacked them about five or six times, it seemed like. And they, they just played with a different energy, it seemed like, from the other times they played against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I think this is going to be an insane Super Bowl. You can see there's so many talented fantasy football players in this game. Kansas City's missing some wide receivers, so that's going to be tough for them. But, man, there's a lot of studs, a lot of good players on these defenses and offense. So it's going to it's going to be a fun game, especially in Arizona. I mean, I think last Super Bowl, something crazy happened where interception at the one-yard line, if I believe, if I remember right. So, hey, anything's possible in this game here. That was definitely a classic, that Seattle Seahawks versus New England Patriots game. Just hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. I never thought that that would have to be a question asked. But, what Drew, we'll go ahead and pass it over to you, man. What are you looking forward to in this matchup, especially being a Philly fan? I think uh, of anything that I'm excited for, I'm excited to see our defensive line get after Mahomes. That was the uh, key to success, it feels like, when um, the Buccaneers took him down a couple years ago, get Pat off the spot a little bit. And, you know, the other part that I'm excited for is the defensive, uh, the secondary matchups. They're not what they once were without Tyreek Hill. They've got Nicole Hardman, I think, just got moved to the IR. So they're going to be a little bit shorthanded with their ride receiver core. And I think our guys can take advantage of that. Yeah, it looks like Kadarius Tony is listed as questionable as well. I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, Juju Smith-Schuster was on the injury report earlier, but he's been taken off as well. But going to have some really, really cool matchups coming, like you said, right in that secondary. Excited to see what A.J. Brown can do. Excited to see what some of these injured 
Chiefs look like as well. You know, we had Patrick Mahomes with his ankle and Travis Kelsey with his back. But I want to pass it over to Chris. And Chris, how are you feeling, man? What are you excited for on this matchup? I think there's a lot of intrigue here. You know, there's a, a couple of different storylines. Of course, Andy Reid against his old team in the Eagles. Um, this kind of marquee quarterback matchup, Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. I think it's going to be very interesting to see. I was just double checking and I noticed that last year in week four, 2021, the Eagles and Chiefs faced off where it was a, a shootout and it final scores 42 to 30. The Chiefs won that game. Patrick Mahomes had five passing touchdowns in that game. And I know they're not the same teams, um, but you're talking about two really good defenses here. I think the de the Eagles defense statistically is a little bit better than the the Chiefs, but what the Chiefs lack in defense, I think they more than make up in offense. And the fact that I think this is what uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid's third or fourth uh, Super Bowl appearance in like the last five years, that's pretty impressive. I mean, you're almost you're almost stepping into dynasty territory there at that point. So I think there's a lot, it, like I said, going back to the intrigue, you got the the experience of the Chiefs on one hand, but you got the stats and the the grit of the Eagles on the other side. So it could be it could be a really good matchup um, for my money, though. I mean, we might give our predictions later, but sneak hmm. peek, I'm going Chiefs. Whoa, OK, we might have some tension in here. I love it. <laughs> but right now, what Philadelphia is at minus one and a half. Uh, it's I just think the money line's going to keep moving. It's going to be close to a pick them towards the start of that game. Mm -hmm. But Tolman, you and I are the lowly Cardinals fans stuck kind of at the bottom of the NFC. We've seen glimmers of hope. We've had chances in the past, but it's been a long time since we were actually in the Super Bowl and we almost saw it. So as a fan of a team that is just trying to pick up the pieces and become playoff contenders once again, what are you looking forward towards in this game? What am I looking forward towards as a Cardinals fan? <laughs> no, in the game. Oh, in the game. This is a Super Bowl preview, um, well, um, I am looking forward to the first Tallman ticket to ever hit. Oh, that's that's love that. That was a poor take. Um, I'm just excited and looking forward to seeing two of the best teams play each other in the biggest stage uh, of you know professional football. So that's how the Super Bowl is supposed to be. So I mean, it's it's just going to be excited. Mostly, uh, what I'm mostly excited about is we don't have to sit there and watch another uh, NFC West division rival yeah. in the Super Bowl. Thank goodness. I mean, the, the Niners didn't stand a chance against the Eagles uh, in that championship week. But, um, I mean, the three of the last four Super Bowls, there's been either the Rams or the Niners in that game. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that we could sit back and, you know, I don't care who wins, but um, I'll do a quick uh, – okay, I don't – I care. I'll probably care who wins after I place that bet on Saturday. <laughs> um but uh, I'm hoping for just an exciting game, and I'm going to sit back just as an NFL fan, and just hopefully it's exciting for everybody watching. Uh, my sneak peek, I'm going to go against Chris. I'm going Eagles all day. Can't stop Hassan Reddick, and shit, maybe Boston Scott's going to get a touchdown <laughs> yeah. in his fourth straight game. So that's it. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, as Cardinals fans, we're always looking at the secondary storylines like guys like Hassan Reddick, who we weren't able to bring back. You know, even guys like Patrick Mahomes, who the Cardinals had an opportunity to possibly draft in that same draft. Um, so we're just always kind of looking for those bright spots that, you know, we can find. But I'm just super excited for this matchup. I think it's going to be one for the ages. But Chev, with that being said, and, and Tallman said he's doing the ticket. So maybe you could give him his some maybe you could give him some advice here. You know what I'm saying? Because he's okay. But is there any player props or anything that you're looking at if you're putting down Super Bowl bets uh, next week or this weekend? Yeah, let me pull them up real quick. I, I do want to make a comment, though. You're talking about the Cardinals, and, you know, it's the home field of the Cardinals that they're playing at. And, you know, whoever wins this game is going to have more home <laughs> wins than the Cardinals. Say so it. They kind of own the stadium it, at this point, it sounds like. So how do you guys as Cardinals fans feel about that? I'll let Tallman answer that one first because <laughs> I, I don't feel good. Deep breath. Yeah, no, doesn't doesn't feel great. But like I said before, as long as it's not the Rams or the 49ers, I mean, but you know, whatever. But um, if the 49ers had to come in here and they won, won that game in our stadium, I mean, that would just be just a sour taste, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and you know, with the two games that both of these teams played the Cardinals in, you know, that week one matchup against the Chiefs, it was never really a game. They blew us out of the water. Whereas that Philadelphia Eagles game was really close. We were having kicker problems and missed one that would have tied the game and went to overtime. So I'd be more okay with the Philadelphia Eagles winning here because then I'd be like, well, it was a closer matchup maybe. You just never know. But uh, all right. But, Chev, who you got? Uh-oh, he's loading in here. Looks like we might be losing, Chev. Oh. You doubled up, Chev? Uh, you might kick that other one. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. My Wi-Fi is going crazy. We're moving on Saturday, so sorry about that. No I, worries, I don't man. know, Ed Mike, but here, here's what I have on some prop bets that I'm going for. So early on, I took a Travis Kelsey for 25 yards in each half, with 25 receiving yards, 25 receiving yards. I feel like that one, that's got very good odds, especially with him being the only real true wide receiver out there that – has been the dude for Mahomes ever since he came into the league. I also got Jalen Hurts under 241 passing yards. Uh, I just don't see them really connecting deep with these passes. I think it's going to be a lot of short, intermediate passes, and they're going to run the football. That's just what the MO is of the Eagles. And if they get out to an early lead like they have in the past few games, like that's going to be their MO. They want to run the ball, make sure Patrick Mahomes is not on the field for as long as they can, Freshen up that defense so when they go out there, they're able to sack Mahomes. And then for Mahomes, I see over one and a half touchdowns. Got to throw the football. I mean, the rushing game has been okay, it seems like, the last few games. But it's it's Patrick Mahomes' teams. Like He's going to throw the football. So I took him for overpassing yards as well. Jalen Hurts rushing yards over 25. The, the guy's going to have to scramble a little bit if, if he wants to be – successful in this game i feel like i mean chris jones is going to be killing him up the middle so moving outside of the pocket getting a few yards using his legs love dallas goddard here i think he was at he was at four and a half receptions when i first took the bet i think he's at like five and a half now but love dallas goddard in this game as well the the linebackers for kansas city aren't the greatest they're good but i think dallas goddard could have a field day during this game love devon yeah Smith. you know Monta Smith, I love him too. This game, I always wondered about the questions of him coming out of Alabama, where people said that he was undersized. I mean, all he did at Alabama was produce and was a Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. But you know, Chev, I'm I'm with you on some of those exact points. You know, the running game for the Eagles is just their bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Miles Sanders, you know, almost 1,300 yards this year with 11 touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he's hobbled. He can barely walk around, and he still throws for 326 yards in that AFC Conference Championship game. So they're going to win on his back no matter what. Yep, but, exactly. Drew, was there any specific guys that you might be placing bets on this week or spread or alternate spreads, anything like that? Uh, I haven't seen any of the prop bets this week because I've been so nervous and trying to shield myself from all of the uh, – <laughs> all the hoopla about the game, but uh, I like A.J. Brown here. I feel like the last two weeks they've teams have been bracketing him, taking him away, and I think that he's gotten a little bit of a chip on his shoulder as he hasn't been a major contributor. And I don't know, as opposed to what you said about the intermediate passing, I think we're going to hit on a couple deep this week um, just, just out of the odds of it because we haven't been throwing the ball deep didn't the last game, didn't very much against the Giants, and there was a few plays where we missed on big touchdowns, could have gone for 60 yards or more. So I think A.J. Brown, anytime touchdown would be a lock. Like it. Right. I love it. I love it a lot. Chris, you said you got a prop? Give it to the people, man. We need to make some money. Yeah. This week. So it's not necessarily my prop. I think we need to put our brains together collectively. Um, now, I don't know. You might have to go to very specific sports books for this one. Um, but this is the Super Bowl preview. So we need to find out what the first song is going to be of the halftime show. Which one is Rihanna going to perform? Um, looks like right now Diamonds has the best odds. Let me see if I can zoom this in for you guys a little bit. That better. Yeah, so Diamonds has the best odds there at plus 350. But I honestly kind of like just buy all the odds alone, live your life for uh, plus 1,400. I don't know. Mike, Mike, what are you thinking here? 
You think she's going to bring T.I. out and do Live Your Life? That'd be sick. I'd be about that. No, so I'm glad you asked about bringing someone out because there is also down here. Is ASAP Rocky? <laughs> is ASAP Rocky going to come out? Uh, I know if you ask Brianna, she doesn't want him to come out. She just wants it to be the Rihanna show. She wait, doesn't want him to wait. take any of the uh, does the it stage say from her. Halftime show cleavage. <laughs> what a prop bet that is. These are these are the important props, Michael Benjamin. These are what shoe color. We got Rihanna's shoe color. Wow. wow. Okay. First Kinda, shoe. Wait, maybe, multiple, they do multiple shoes? Well, yeah, First I guess shoes, that's true. Yeah. They'll do like three or four different She's going to change outfits. Throughout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple outfit changes. First shoe, that's sense. smart. Wow. Wears a necklace. Does does not wear a necklace. See, I didn't even realize it went this in-depth. Jay-Z. Oh, you got props for Jay-Z, props for Drake. I'm putting all my money on Jay-Z. Yeah. I'd probably lean that way too, especially since he did that performance at the Grammys. So he's just kind of like in the spotlight right now. Yeah. So I, I don't. This is one thing I do love about the Super Bowl, though, is these these crazy props that that get brought up. Um, I don't know if I'll be putting a lot of money on that one, but uh, I kind of like I said, if you guys are looking for a for a long shot, I'd go with Live Your Life. I don't see it being Umbrella. I feel like that's like a middle song if she's going to do it. I don't see that being the opening that, one. I would say that's, that's not what it. I thought she was going to open with. If oh, I had really? money on it, I think Umbrella is what she'd open mm. with. Ah, man. But She's isn't Jay-Z on that song, it. too? Like, normally you don't want to bring the special guests out right at the start. Like, you got to yeah. get, like, four or five songs in. And that's you know true. they always do crazy. Like, it's a melody, so they'll do, like, one section of a song, then mold it into another. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not the guy to go for this one, though. Don't come to me asking about that. <laughs> what shoe color I'm going for. Maybe uh, maybe Tallman can have his wife put together a ticket for like the shoe color and special guests or something like that. It'll probably hit, too. Yeah, She'll probably be the one. <laughs> that is an outstanding. I don't think you can parlay those types of picks, though. She hasn't even been a Tallman for a full week yet, and she's already winning a Tallman ticket. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, she's bringing the good luck. We'll take it, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. okay. Now, I remember, I feel like, Tallman, correct me if I'm wrong, you love this bet just for any teams. And and it's the one where it's both teams to score a touchdown and a field goal in both halves. Are you still feeling that one for the Super Bowl? Well, it's not, not every single team mm-hmm. or a matchup. This, well, okay, so the one I did hit it on was uh, – the divisional round game, the Chiefs and the Jaguars, and I was, I was kind of shocked to hit that one, mm-hmm. um, but I think with the two high-powered offenses, and I mean, what's what's the over? What's the line on total points right now? Is it 51, 52? So uh, I think it's, yeah, fifty-one. It, it's it's definitely going to be over that. So I'm thinking the scores. I mean, I, I know we're going to do our predictions, but I'm thinking whoever wins this game. Is going to be scoring 31, 34 points, and whoever loses this game is going to be in that 24, 27 range. So it's very possible it could hit. Um, that is also going to be one that I, you know, just place for fun. It's not going to be the ticket, but that's definitely one I'm feeling for this just because, like I said, those two high powered offenses, and um, I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at both of these teams, Kansas City Chiefs, they average 29.2 points a game. Eagles right behind them at 28.1 points per game. Both teams average over 400 yards. But the Eagles, they only allow seven points per game. So I think something's going to have to give. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm kind of aligned with you there, Tom. And I think we're going to see a lot of points. We're going to see a lot of the ball just being spread out. And, you know, both of these quarterbacks are just – they trust their teammates around them. So they're going to find the right reads and find the right guys. But Chris, do you want Hassan Reddick to win the MVP because he's uh, an ex Arizona Cardinal? I mean, you, the key word there is ex Arizona Cardinal. So I am indifferent. Um, I don't know if I quite believe in that uh, MVP. No, I, I'm I'm indifferent. I, I don't I don't really care if Hassan wins MVP or not. I think it would be you know it'd be cool, maybe. But uh, what does that what does that do for Arizona? 
it makes us look like more of idiots than we already are. So right. you might be right there. But you're going with the Chiefs anyways. Is there anybody that has kind of like a favorite that they're leaning towards in the MVP category? I think it's got to be the QBs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, if you're going for the Chiefs kind of MVP, I feel like he has to be the guy if they're going to win. So he's going to put the team on his back. He's going to have to throw multiple touchdowns and almost be perfect against this defense. So I would put my money on Patrick Mahomes if you're going for the Chiefs. If you had to pick a player for the Philly, probably go uh, Hurts. I mean, you could go Miles Sanders if he has an incredible game. He could swing that. But I feel like those might be the only guys. Travis Kelsey could be another guy. I mean, maybe he comes up with three, four touchdowns, something crazy. I mean, it's it's in the realm of possibilities for him, especially him being the main guy there. So I think those are the guys that you probably feel the most comfortable with, but – who knows? AJ Brown could have a big game. Devonta Smith could have a fourteen catch game. I mean, it's it's it just depends how the game's going, really. I mean, I can see Patrick Mahomes being the guy, though. That's who probably I put my money on. I'm with I'm with Chubb there. I mean, it's got to be the quarterbacks, right? When it comes down to it, because not especially with Hurts on the Eagles side, he can hurt you with his legs and with yep. his arm. Um, I was just looking at the stats from the championship game. I mean. Chev, I think you're onto something with the, your your yards prediction there for Hurts. He only had 121 passing yards. Like they're really putting it on the ground. And Kenneth Gainwell actually outtouched Miles Sanders in that game. Um, but Mike, to your question about MVP potential on the Chiefs side, like like I said, I'm with you on the quarterbacks. But and it it sucks because I want to say Travis Kelsey, right? Yeah. Like you pointed out, g- good possibility to do damage as the best wide receiver option and be in that tight end, big body, check down, all that. But his success is also going to reflect on Patrick Mahomes, right? Because any passing yards or touchdowns he gets, Mahomes is also racking up in his stat category. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think receivers have won the Super Bowl MVP in the past. I think Heinz Ward comes to mind, if I'm not mistaken. He won Super Bowl MVP. But I would say Kelsey's my dark horse for the Chiefs. And then on the other side, I would probably go Hurts for sure. Yeah, it feels like the quarterbacks have a little bit more room for error. Like, they can have not as good as a game mm-hmm. as, say, you know, like if Hassan Reddick were to win it, he'd have to have four sacks or something crazy like that. Or A.J. Brown would have to have three touchdowns. Kelsey would have to go over for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Or something something wild would have to happen for a quarterback not to win MVP of the Super Bowl. And the other weird, the other cool thing about this game is we could see the Super Bowl MVP also win the uh, league MVP. Mm-hmm. So, because it's kind of, I'm personally, you know, as much as it kills me to say, and I love my guy Jalen Hurts, you got to give it to Mahomes. He, what is it, 5,400 yards this year, 37 touchdowns, something like that, and 12 picks. You know, you got to respect Jalen on the ground, but that's dominance. So, I'll take a fair trade. Jalen gets the MVP of the Super Bowl. Patrick, you can have the regular season MVP. Seems fair. We don't take it. <laughs> Well, here, Drew, I'll ask this question back to you. I know you said that if it would be a player like Hassan Reddick, he'd have to get like four sacks, and I'm, I'm aligned with you on that. But what if he has the similar kind of game that he did in the NFC Championship with the forced fumble, with the fumble recovery, and knocking out their quarterback to the point where the San Francisco 49ers couldn't throw at all? It was just right. never a chance again. I mean, could you see that kind of similar situation leaning towards a defensive player winning the MVP at that point? Yeah, they have to have turnover plays, right? It's got to be the ball's got to be shifting hands at the hands of one guy for the MVP to come from a defender. It feels mm-hmm. like, you know, Hassan would have to have, you know, Jalen would have to have an okay game and a defender, whether it be Hassan Reddick or one of the other guys, would have to have multiple picks multiple fumble recoveries or forced fumbles or something like that. There's just more room for error when you're the quarterback. That Von Miller type game where you just have big plays and big time moments that turns up being touchdowns. Like, I mean, uh, shoot, Chris, uh, you had a James Harrison, God, James Harrison, right? like yeah. going 99 yards. Sorry, I forgot the name there. But, I mean, that, that's a play that, you know, gives you in the conversation at least. And then you mm-hmm. got the rest of the game to figure it out. But doing something like that, we had saw Von Miller just terrorize Cam Noon a few years ago. And that's kind of what you have to do. I mean, there's been a couple others where it was like two interceptions. And, I mean, you just have to make huge plays. Like, has to be huge. 
I agree with you guys 100%. In, in order for a defensive player to be in that conversation, they have to make a big play, a big turnover, really. Uh, and Tallman, I kind of want to kick this question to you then, I guess. Um, in this talk about you know big defensive plays, which team do you think is more likely to get us a defensive score in this game? Oh, I, I think Eagles. That's that's my opinion. Um, I, oh, man, I, okay. I think Hassan Reddick is going to have a big game. And if you get that pressure on Mahomes, maybe that high ankle sprain isn't where it's supposed to be. Maybe he can't move like, you know, he normally does. Um, I think the pressure is going to be intense on him. And I think they have the best chance of getting a defensive touchdown for sure. I, I think you're right, honestly. Like the, the Eagles, like I said earlier, the Eagles have the better defense. The Chiefs are no slouches on defense, but clearly both teams 16 and three, like this is exactly the matchup you want to see. It seems like these are the two best teams in the league right now. I mean, Mike, would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. And for the Chiefs to do what they did this year after losing such a high explosive weapon like Tyree Kill, I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't miss a beat. You know, we you had secondary guys who are kind of on their second, third stints at different stops with Juju Smith-Schuster and Valdez Scantling. You know, at least you have that, you know, what do, what do they call it? The um, Like the blanket or... Uh, you know, the baby blanket of Travis Kelsey, who's always going to be there. He's always your guy. But, you know, and I think the Eagles were headed that direction last year. You know, just they had to take that next step in regards to bringing in some better, um, you know, some better spread guys like A.J. Brown. And mm -hmm. their defensive pressure has been just stacked. I mean, that's one thing that the Cardinals struggled with the entire year was to get any kind of pressure. and. You know, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you guys just went off the charts with sacks this year, probably most of the times just sending four. And, you know, defense wins championships at the end of the day. But the last thing I'll say kind of in regards to defense is, you know, Chev, I'm okay with Chris wearing his Steelers gear onto the Super Bowl preview. Just like you guys, you know, Chev, you're dressed up in the Bears stuff. Drew, obviously, you got your Eagles gear. But don't ever bring up the James Harrison interception again, or <laughs> you won't be invited back. All right. <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about what team they were playing. That is totally my fault right there. But it was an incredible play in the Super Bowl. So that's on me. Cardinals Nation, please do not roast me. I'm so sorry. You're opening up the wounds that were just finally healed. That's the you game we don't talk about. Yeah, it's on me. Right. Well, but going at least back he didn't that, bring up. The, the toes being inbounds. Being inbounds, yeah. Okay, but now Tom, let's uh, try okay. that out. Tom, you didn't yeah, have to pile right. on. You're part of the person <laughs> oh, who has to deal with this. Hey, don't forget yeah. you guys beat the Eagles to go to that game. So, yeah, that, still, was, that, one, that was eight years old. I was at that game, too. That one stung. So, at well, least you were there. Well, yeah, I know, Drew, but you also got a Super Bowl. So, I think you win at the end of the day. <laughs> no <That's> kidding. Right. <laughs> But I'm with you guys. If it's going to be going back to the defensive aspect, it's got to be a big play. I mean, almost kind of like Tracy Porter for the mm -hmm. Saints against the Indianapolis Colts. It has to be that kind of a game changing play because these quarterbacks are just going to be the ones ramping it up and putting up numbers on Sunday. Well, that's for sure. Who was it? Gilmore, um, that Patriots player who got the interception against the Seahawks. Didn't he go on to win MVP? I'm looking Malcolm at Butler, it. Right? It doesn't Malcolm, Malcolm Butler, that's right. That's I don't right. see it on the list on ESPN. The, I have Julian Edelman, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Oh, I think – you know what You know what it. I think it was, Chev? I think Tom Brady won MVP, and he, he won like him. a truck, and he gave it to him. I think that's right. That's yeah. right, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the list here. In the past – I'm just going to read off the position. Wide receiver, QB, QB, wide receiver, QB, QB. Linebacker QB, linebacker QB, 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 QB. So putting your money on QBs, pretty good odds. I mean, Cooper Cup, though, he didn't burn burn the field down. I mean, he had eight catches for 92 yards and two touchdowns. Decent game, but that's not super crazy. Somebody could do that. This has to be crucial moments, right? It has to be – you have to have that crucial moment. If you don't have that, then kind of just fades away. If you're down two touchdowns and you have the second touchdown go on, like it's going to be hard to get it.
Yeah, I just I just looked it up. A tight a tight end has never won Super Bowl MVP ever. Yeah, I don't see one. So. History could be made. I mean, I think if anyone was gonna, I I would have thought Gronk would have had a strong possibility of getting Super Bowl MVP in his heyday. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anyone else is gonna do it, it's gonna be a guy like Kelsey. It's not out of the ordinary to see him do something great in a game. I mean, you see it all the time. Fan- you have him in fantasy, you're doing all right. Oh, yeah. Chev, Chev, I did want to ask you a question in regards to fantasy. You know, I mm-hmm. saw you guys were doing uh, kind of the best available tight ends, and you guys were doing your, like, you know, your trades for some guys. Mm-hmm. And talking about those tight ends you know honestly i feel like two of the best possibly top five in the game with travis kelsey obviously but Mm -hmm. dallas goddard has really made a name for himself you know over the past couple of years you know do you think that travis kelsey still has a good three to four years left in him with the same amount of production or is it going to be dallas goddard who kind of takes that next step and becomes one of those top three guys yeah, and I love Dallas Goddard. Obviously, doing a dynasty podcast, you get to watch all the college film, and and he was a jack rabbit coming out of like South Dakota, so it was fun to watch him just dominate people that you knew were going to be doing insurance the next few years after that. So it was fun to see that. I still think Kelsey has two or three good years left, as long as you have Mahomes as your quarterback and you have that connection. I don't really see that going away. I really do love Dallas Goddard though. If the kid can just stay healthy for a whole season. I mean, he's a top five tight end in fantasy easily. He's a guy that commands targets. He's that safety blanket for Jalen Hurts when he needs him. I mean, you can almost guarantee five catches a game. I don't. I can't tell you. Maybe like forty-five yards is probably his, his floor. But I mean, there's plays where he's catching the ball down the field, twenty-five yards. I mean, that's a quick pop, and you throw another four catches on there. Like the guy's insane. I love him. I think he's an incredible player. I think he has. He has a good, good ceiling moving forward, especially with Jalen Hurts probably going to get re-signed, I imagine. So that gives him that QB stability, and that's really all you're looking for for tight ends. Like you want to find guys that, you know, are the vocal point in your offense. Which I don't know if Goddard really is a vocal point, but he's a he's a piece in that offense that you have to get the football because he's he's that good. Yeah, I saw a. Uh watching the the jacob sports podcast um just during the week while i was working they were saying the the tight end matchup between this eagles team and the 2017 super bowl team they were given the edge to zach Ertz and brent Selleck. and for me i just i can't go that way i feel like the 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 yards after catch that dallas goddard puts up when he has the ball in his hands is something we've never had before mm-hmm. so he, yeah, I, he, he's always he's snubbed every time they mention top tight ends in the league. No one ever thinks uh, to mention Dallas Goddard. So, and furthermore, I'm glad his name's Dallas, and we pay, we jumped up to pick him in front of the Cowboys, so it was even sweeter. That was great. That was huge. I love that so much. And then Dallas kind of does the the same thing with CD Lamb. I don't know if that was the year before or year after, but the rivalry just continues no matter where it's at, whether it's the draft, whether it's at the bar, I mean, that rivalry, is, it's a fun one. And I think Philly's going to be handed to him in the next few years for sure. I'll take that, Jerry. <laughs> so, Drew, I got a serious question for you. Have you been scouting any light poles to climb in the event that the Eagles win? I actually have. I saw a uh, video on the the reels the other day on my Instagram. There's a uh, girl who flew out from Philadelphia, and she was scouting poles for all of the Eagles fans to <laughs> to climb because Arizona doesn't really do the poles thing. Right. It's funny you said that. I saw we were staying right down on South Street in South Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game, and we saw. Uh, you could see grease on the post that they had done over the night before the game in anticipation of us winning. So that was pretty cool to see that. I didn't get to see them doing, you know, rolling it up and putting the grease on there, but uh, yeah, I'll keep my eye out, Chris. I've got a couple in mind, actually, now you mention it. You have to let me know. Well, didn't they have that person who was climbing up a skyscraper in downtown Phoenix like a couple of days ago, too? Did you guys see that? I saw that, yeah. yeah. He actually did it in Oklahoma City 
uh, last year too. So, I mean, this guy just climbs random buildings. He was in California not too long ago too. So big balls on that kid to be climbing buildings at 22 years old just for fun. And then, you know, you get taken by the police every time you get done. And then somehow you just show up to another building and you do it all over again. It's, it's, I mean, Philly fans though. I mean, didn't somebody eat some horse turds last time they won a Super Bowl? If I, if I'm uh, probably. So, yeah. I mean, anything's possible with these guys. They're like superhumans. They can spell Eagles very well and they just <laughs> climb poles very well. I mean, it, it's incredible. Yeah. Look at this guy. I get him oh. an Eagles hat. There it is. Yeah. He's ready to go. Pro-life Spider-Man, and they call him. He's, he fits the mold. Well, and then I think <laughs> yeah. there there was another guy, I believe, from the last time that the Eagles went on their Super Bowl run who was on a train platform screaming at the train, kind of like running full force, like shouting the Eagles song, and then he slammed right into like a post, like at full yeah. speed. And I think they said that he did it again. He went to the exact same spot and made sure to keep the good juju going for the Eagles. I mean, yeah. he, he's uh, a legend now. He's got his whole – he's got thousands of followers on Twitter just in his profile picture is that, that shot you see where he's like falling backwards hitting the pole. But that was – it's all like a fever dream, man. Like we never had one before. My grandfather who's 80, my dad who's in his 50s, lived their whole life, never got one. And that's like uh, in a nutshell what I'm sure – thousands of Eagles fans were going through back then. That was special. This one feels like uh, the cherry on top, though. Well, I know that Chev's going to be having to hop off here pretty shortly, but we still got a, a couple things I want to dive into. Just like Drew said, he was at the NFC Championship game, so I want to get some stories from that, and then we'll do our predictions. But, Chev, since you're going to hop off here, who you got in the game, man? You got to let us know. I still think the Eagles can pull it off. I think their defense is good enough to do it. Mahomes is going to have to play superhuman out there. I think he can do that too, but I'm going Eagles. I know a lot more Eagles fans than KC fans, so Drew, it's your lucky day. I'm going to be with you. Hopefully it's your lucky day. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll yeah, see on Sunday, you, but I'm going Eagles with you, Drew. What's the final score, Chev? Final score, let's go 31-34 Eagles. Game-winning field goal. Since I mean, All the Bears, right. they lost on a field goal to the Eagles, so I got to go with a field goal, I guess, huh? And to win it all. hurt my uh, quarterback, too. He's been dealing with that shoulder ever since. Oh, the, give me uh, a break. You were, give me a break. You're, <laughs> you're doing just fine. My team's got the first-round pick, number one, so and you're in the Super Bowl. I think I'll take your circumstance. And you didn't even have to play. You got Gardner Minshew. I mean, you still got the number one seed. I feel bad, though. I'm sorry that we heard him. It could have been hey, earlier no. for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about the double doink when we uh, shipped Cody Park. All right. Yep. Well, that's uh, not that's to you here. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck, man. Appreciate it. Hey, you. love you guys, Thanks man. You Take it easy. Tallman. Love you, brother. Let me know when that ticket comes out, brother. I need to be on Oh, that you thing. got it. Oh, right. we'll do. Uh, you right, take boys. it easy. Hey, good luck, Drew. Appreciate Take it easy, you, boys. Yep. Uh, that was Chevin Nooney with Dynasty Rewind. Make sure you guys check them out on YouTube. They put out videos almost every single day with all your fantasy needs. But Tallman and Chris, are you guys okay if we dive into some NFC Championship stories from Drew? Are you guys ready for this? Let's do oh, it. It's an experience that we haven't had, unfortunately. I think the closest thing that we've had, specifically for me and Chris, was that we went to the NBA Finals in 2021 when the Suns were playing the Bucks, but never really got to experience anything like that for football. But Drew was in Philly, what, week and a half ago for the big game, man? I'll just toss it over yeah. to you, man. Tell us what was going on. What were the sights, the sounds, the feelings? What was going on out there? Uh, it, was, it was a madhouse. It was R-rated for sure. You know, <laughs> we – so we got up around 8.30 in anticipation of the traffic, right? And we're making our way down to the stadium, get some food or whatever. It's around 10 o'clock by the time we're finally out of the city and on the 95 going south to get to Philly. And we're already in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and the game's not for five hours. And there's people sticking their heads out of cars, waving towels and stuff. And, you know, that's when I knew, like, you know, I've been to plenty of Eagles games at the link in my life. And that was just a different animal 
you know, the the fans were unhinged. And as soon as we got into the parking lot, say an hour and a half later, and half an hour of that trying to uh, being screamed at by fellow Eagles fans that we can't take their their parking spot because they have tents and chairs and grills set up in empty parking spaces. Well, we just paid our 45 bucks to come into the L lot or whatever it was. And we're circling the lot to try to find a spot. And there's people flipping us off, telling us to go F ourselves. And just like, hey, man, we're just trying to find a spot here. And finally, these guys who had a, uh, a camper with no intention of going into the game, they just wanted to be there, um, moved their stuff, asked us how many cars we had, and finally let us into the spot. Um, and they were cool and all that, but, uh, for the next hour and a half, my little brother who'd been to, you know, a few less Eagles games than I had was just like, this is, this is different. You know, the fans were really, really, I just didn't have no other word than R rated. It's just like Eagles chants left and right, um, booze for every, uh, 49ers fan within, earshot or eye shot, you know, you couldn't be a 49ers fan and didn't have an Eagles fan escort with you to not get either cussed out or, you know, finger thrown, you know, up the bird to them. And it was just, it was, that was just the, uh, the tailgate. And this is at 11 o'clock in the morning, right? This is way, way, way before the game. And everybody starts getting liquored up and, you know, the game, the hours go by and everybody's finally ready to go into the game. And that's something like I've never heard before in my life. It was Eagles chants, like to the point where it was ringing your ears. And, you know, people that you don't know become your best friends. And it just feels like a big family if you're wearing the right colors. Um, when we finally made it into the game, um, you know, same sort of party, but there's, a, there's, everybody was a little bit on edge. Um, electric, obviously, using that nerve to, to get loud and support the team and whatnot. But when Hassan knocked that ball loose and took, took Brock Purdy out of the game, it was that I've never, my ears are, were ringing for 10 minutes after that play. It was like the loud, you could feel your, in your chest, you could feel how loud it was. And at that point, when we got the ball back, we were up seven nothing. It just felt like it was a wrap at that point. It just, you know, there's no way that they're going to be able to go for. Even if Brock Purdy did come back in, it was sort of like, you know, there's not, there's, there's just no way because if if you're a 23 year old kid that can step into this place in this environment and spit out a win, I. Props to you, but it, that's if you ask me, and I'm of course biased. There's no place in the world. There's it's that's one of the hardest places to win in all of sports, whether it be football, basketball, doesn't matter. The Lincoln Financial Field is the place to be if you're the home team, obviously, and you play for the home team. And I say it every time we go to the playoffs. Um, those fans give the team an extra drive. It's like you know. I know the Cardinals fans have a lot of transplant folks that live in the Valley. You know, me being one of them, my whole family was born and raised in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area. And I just so happened to be, me and my brother were the unlucky ones who didn't get to be born and raised in the environment, but were, you know, handed it down. But uh, it, it gives us an extra edge. And, it, you know, I went to the 2008 NFC Championship, and from what I can remember, it wasn't like that you know Phillies fans have a little bit of extra gear and they're really unhinged and a lot of them have drinking problems obviously if you were there you'd know what I mean <laughs> and so overall it was it was it was a great time it was something me my dad and my brother will never forget those you know gotta be top top five days of my life just front to back I woke up the next morning my throat was sore it was just it was you know bliss it was bliss. I can't even imagine. I mean, like like Mike said, we got to go to that that finals game, but that's different because it's a series and it was early in the series versus 
uh, more or less a winner take all, you know, you either win or go home and you're facing an off season. So the adrenaline and like that, like you said, you're making friends in line, that shared camaraderie of it all. I, I want to hope, hopefully I can experience that someday um, with the Cardinals. I mean, I am wearing the Steelers Jersey here tonight. Um, I was born and raised here, like Mike said, but my whole family raised me to be a Steelers fan pretty much. They're all back from Pittsburgh, my, my whole mom's side of the family. So I can, I can certainly relate in that regard. Um, I did, I did. Let me pull it up here. I've been pulling up these pictures and thanks for sharing these shots with us. Uh, some of these pictures that you took while you were out there. Oh, that's the video. I was going so smooth with it. No, but this picture right here, I think I'm pulling up the right one. It looks like this is the moment where people are rushing the field. Everyone won. And it's a little more blurry than all the rest of the pictures. Was this just because everyone, like it was so loud or you were so hype or, or what's the story? I think behind? It was a little bit of both. I mean, I'm getting my camera in there as soon as I saw the, the fireworks stop, start going off. And that was moment, you know, had to be 10, 12 seconds after the, the clock hit zero and we had already won that game by halftime so everybody knew we were going to the Super Bowl at that point but that's when the party really started I mean that was like you know I I can't even explain how excited I was I'm sure my hands were shaking a little bit I'm screaming go birds and everybody behind me I'm getting grabbed on the back and people are shaking me and telling me you know we're going to the Super Bowl and you know that that blurriness kind of has a little bit more meaning to it if you like you said if you look at it a little bit closer it's not just because it's uh not because i'm a bad photographer it's more so it speaks it speaks volumes to the moment i think i wish i would have taken some better pictures a lot of those were blurry <laughs> and i did have you know by that point in the game i'm double digits with my uh my beer consumption for the day so I was, we had a great time and that was the best moment I've ever experienced as an Eagles fan, you know, not even better than the Super Bowl that we won when I, you know, here, obviously I didn't go to it, but that, that moment right there was, I might frame that now that you mention it, it does carry a lot of weight more now so that I see it. It's just, I don't know. It was a great time and uh, I'm glad I had a chance to share these with you and I'm sorry I don't have any better ones, clearer at least. But uh, yeah, that was a cool moment. Oh, it's, it's perfect. I think this perfectly captures the essence of it. And I almost wondered if it was my computer at first, because all the other ones were like high quality iPhone pictures. And then this one, I was like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, right. We're celebrating, baby. Yeah, I think there's just something different for, you know, us Valley fans who are here in the Valley, we have those opportunities to go see them every season, see a game here or there and that kind of stuff. But to go to your favorite place of your favorite team and see such a big game like that. I mean, it's really just a once in a lifetime experience. That's why I was crossing my fingers that the Cardinals weren't going to mess up the three straight where the team that was hosting the Super Bowl was going to actually be in it as well. But then DeAndre Hopkins has to get suspended for six games. But we'll leave that in the past. We'll leave that in the past. I think I think if yeah. we're being honest, it wasn't just DeAndre it was, Hopkins. It was a lot more than that. <laughs> it was an absolute dumpster clear. fire, Mike. <laughs> if you ever if anyone watching or listening back, if you ever have an hour and a half or so on your hands, go and watch all of our recaps consecutively, and you can just see us get progressively <laughs> less optimistic as the season goes on. Oh man. So, Drew, you said you grew up in Philly, and do you normally go back every year to go see a game? Uh, well, I wasn't born in Philadelphia, but um, the rest of my family was, oh. so I don't get to wear that hat, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, my, my extended family, all my cousins, my uh, great aunt, my grandmother, I'm lucky enough, actually lives out here with us, but... Uh, the majority of my cousins, all of my family members, um, aunts, uncles, all that live in the just north of Philadelphia in a, in a town called Levittown. And then a little bit northward of that in a place called Langhorn, which is about 45 minutes from South Philly. But um, yeah, we try to get back. I've actually gone back, uh, I think, three times in the last calendar year. I just I go back whenever I can. A lot of people like to go to the beach. I like to go to the uh, to the sports complex in South Philadelphia. 
during the months of September and sometimes January if we're lucky. But uh, I was I was very excited that we to get the news that we were going to go to the NFC Championship because the last game that I was going to see for the year, other than seeing the, the Eagles just squeak out a win against the Cardinals, was uh, the Saints game where Jalen Hurts wasn't playing and Gardner Minshew was the starting quarterback and we ended up losing to that to that team and it just put a bad taste in my mouth. But uh, yeah, I'm, I go back there as often as I can, probably more so than my girlfriend would like if, if we had to weigh out our uh, how many vacations we take versus destinations we end up at. Um, but, you know, he's the best. He's the transplant Eagle stand now, too. So I'm very lucky and blessed, I'd say. There you go. Shout out, Amy, if you're watching. Yeah, shout, shout out, Amy. Well, Mike, do you think we should do our predictions, official predictions? We got Chevs out there on wax. I think it's that time. So, fellas, we're looking for a couple of things here, right? We're looking for the score. We're looking for the MVP. And we're looking for maybe a key moment within the game that might happen, which turns the tides either way, if that's your prediction. So, who wants to go first? I got to go last. (laughs) We'll let you go. We'll let you go last, Drew. All right, I think I think I'm unless Tallman wants to take this, I could No, I'll go after you. Okay. So Mike, you said winner, score, MVP, key moment. Exactly. Right? Okay. That's what we're looking for. So I already previewed who I think my winner is, so I don't think that's gonna be any surprise. I'm going Chiefs here. Um I think I don't know. I think my ability to pick overs and unders, uh, as you know, Mike, might not be 100% in tune in the past couple of weeks. But I do think it's going to be a somewhat, not a crazy high-scoring game, but there's going to be some points on the board. Uh, I'm going 31-24. to 24. It's going to be a, a one-touchdown spread. But, yeah, Chiefs, 31-24. to 24. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say – I'm going to be conservative here. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes, MVP. I think I could see him getting four or five touchdown passes um, if, if it really goes the shootout route. But key play, I'm thinking big moment, is going to be right before halftime. The Chiefs are going to get a big stop. It's going to be like 10 to 7, 10 to 10. It's going to be close. And then the Chiefs are going to get a key stop with two minutes or less and go down and drive to score before halftime and take a bit and take a seven-point lead into the half. That's my prediction. All right. Tallman. What we thinking? How we feeling? Um, shoot. Oh, do I change it? No. no. Let's keep it. All right. Going. Uh, Eagles win. Final score: thirty-four to twenty-seven. The MVP is going to be Jalen Hurts, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to score a two-yard rushing touchdown on their last possession to put them up enough to win the game. I like it. I like it. Ooh. Okay. So I got, I got a weird one here, but this is the truth, fellas. It's go birds. It doesn't matter. It's go birds. It's Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this Super Bowl. It's going to be 37 to 34. The Eagles are going to start a little bit slow. They're going to be down 10 to zero after the first, they'll be down 24 to 13 going into halftime, then they're going to score a touchdown, get a, a two-point conversion, get a field goal, and be right back in it into the fourth, and these teams are going to put up some points. But I think it's still going to be Jalen Hurts with the MVP. He's going to get one on the ground, maybe a couple through the air as well. I think you got to watch out for Miles Sanders as well. He'll probably get a couple of different touchdowns too. But it's go birds, baby. And with that being said, Drew, I wonder who you're, cho- you're choosing, man. Uh. Shocker. I got to go with my Eagles. Go Birds. Um, I think final score, I'm going two possession, I think. Since we're all going, we're going close. Everybody's going one score game. I'm going to go 37-27. And the Eagles punch in two two quarterback sneaks 92% of the time. I think one in the first half. Want to seal the deal in the second half, and we'll be up bigger in the second half. 
something like 20, 37, 20, we'll get shut down for the rest of the game, get conservative, pound the rock, and they'll be playing catch up. And I think it's just going to be too much. Uh, my MVP, also going to be bold. I'm going to go Hassan Reddick with three sacks and the forced fumble. Let's go. Someone's got to be bold. Well, absolutely. You, you better bet on him to win MVP now. He's plus 3,400. <laughs> yeah. So those odds that, are great. It's a $100 bet wins you $3,400. So I might just. I might just do that. Well, True, 10, you you got to put your money where your mouth is, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win if you don't play. Right. Wow. You know, so I'm, I'm the only one going Chiefs then, huh? Yeah. Right. Of course. Had we'll to see. be one. Had to be yeah, one. yeah, exactly. You know, I think you, you get stuck within that situation as well. It's like, you know – Taking it back to basketball, those years where it was always the Warriors and the Cavaliers were just some of the dog days of the NBA. I mean, it was great competition, but it's I'm ready for new blood. I don't need Patrick Mahomes to win again. I know how good he is. And this Philadelphia Eagles team is a unit. And I know if the Chiefs win, it's going to be on the back of Patrick Mahomes and he starts cementing more of a legacy, yada, yada, yada. I get it. Uh, but you know at the end of the day too i just got friends who are eagles fans i don't know anybody who's chiefs fans so i'm gonna ride for them because i'd rather them be happy than anybody who i don't know so (laughs) and here's the other thing you know back in the day when i was younger one of my favorite teams was that i believe 2004 philadelphia eagles teams with donovan mcnab to brian westbrook javon curse I remember playing ESPN 2K5 on my original Xbox and just going ham with that squad. And I met Donovan McNabb as well. He lived in Arizona, and I refed one of his uh, his son's games or his daughter's games, and he was a real nice guy. I know he had some odd off-the-field stuff as well, but you just got to judge people by when you meet him. So I wouldn't be upset if the Eagles pull this one out. I mean, I hear you, Mike, with the nostalgia there with the Eagles, but come on, man. Wasn't it fun watching <laughs> Jamal Charles, Clinton Portis, Sammy Watkins, <laughs> Tony Gonzalez, Tony Gonzalez, Alex Smith after he destroyed his leg and comeback player of the year? No, I just don't want the Chiefs to win because the Cardinals could have had Patrick Mahomes. So. There you go. Is that's that my true? ultimate. Oh. That's my ultimate thought. I'm pretty sure they that, traded up to, in front of the Cardinals in that draft to get him. That's very. Uh, that's yeah, very that Arizona. Was, that was when we picked work. Hassan Reddick. Because mm-hmm. we had to. Because we had to shift. Yeah. That's why Kaim don't got a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's sick, Chris. Hassan Come on, the right scheme. Instead of dropping them in the pass coverage. Well, I mean, and that's the that's the other thing, and that's what we're seeing with Isaiah Simmons. Obviously, this is Super Bowl preview, but we're gonna talk to some Cardinals too. You know, I, I wouldn't mind putting him off the edge and letting him go to work and getting after the quarterback. I know he's got some decent speed, but he struggles guarding the uh, the tight ends, and they were playing him at slot corner way too much. Utilize his skills and get him into you know the best. Uh, the best area of the field to be successful. So we're going to find out with this new coaching staff and, and where they bring in and, you know, kind of who sticks around. But we got a bigger game to worry about, which is coming up on Sunday, and I'm super excited. Here's here's a, a grand-level question. I think we did it on one of our li- other live streams as well. Drew, what's your number one go-to Super Bowl um like appetizer or dish, like what? What do you have to have at your Super Bowl party? I'd be sacrilegious not to say cheesesteaks, right? I make a mean cheesesteak myself, but if I had to say something local, I don't know, man. The the Mexican food around here is just way too good not to have some sort of Mexican food before, especially in a Super Bowl that's in Arizona. That's tried and true here. That's like our bread and butter, right? So there's a uh, there's a uh, Mexican deli down by my parents' house in Queen Creek that um, makes the best carne asada 
we bring that home. We make some homemade burritos. So I'm hoping that's on the menu for Sunday. Or my dad makes uh, um, some mean meatballs, old Italian style. So one of those two things or a cheesesteak can't go wrong. Yep. Can't go wrong with the meatballs. Chris, what do you got? Yeah, you just you just jogged my memory there. I was trying to think about what I said uh, last time because I think it was on our last roundtable um, when we were chopping it up with Ian and Chev. But I would have to say, like, meatballs in a crock pot with a bunch of barbecue sauce. Like, just get a bag of meatballs from Costco, throw them bitches in a crock pot with barbecue sauce. After about 30, 45 minutes, those are good to go. That's all, right. that's all I'm looking for. All right, Tallman, what are you bringing to that's the party? That's what I was going to say. Okay, well, pivot. You I got something else. Totally I know. Exactly I know you what got Chris something else. Aren't you but, having a Super Bowl party? No, no, you better have, you, the, you, you have this carried out already. Hey, I'm not. I'm not fucking bringing the apps. You guys are. <laughs> oh, it's um, a it's a potluck. But now? instead of barbecue sauce, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck off. Come on. Um, you put teriyaki sauce in it. That shit is the best. Um, are, hey, don't knock it till you try it, man. Don't knock All it. Right, I'll bring my it. balls, and you you make your balls, and we'll see who has the better balls. Oh no, uh, Ashley's mom's making the balls. Not oh, me, okay. <laughs> um, shit. Um, those little smoked sausage things. Those things are pretty good. Um, but I'll, I'll keep it simple: chips and salsa. There you go. There you go. You need it, right? You gotta have it. It's the same with mine. I'm surprised that nobody ever has it at the top of their list either. Some chicken wings. Some bone-in chicken wings mild medium hot i don't care garlic parmesan honey barbecue it's got to be there or i am not there that's the damn truth well we can't no one can afford chicken wings anymore that's why mike well you you put a couple more quarters in the piggy bank and you make sure that you got some for me on sunday also maybe maybe you hit a tallman ticket and then we'll have plenty of expendable cash for it you know what i'm saying man that that was a low blow. So, that was a low blow. But that's, that yeah, that I was, was there on me, Tom. Friendly fire. <laughs> oh yeah, see, you won that. Uh, the yeah. what was it? Uh, the shoot, the receiving yard. And then yeah. Josh Allen over over on pass yards or was it rush yards? David Montgomery rush yards over forty six or something like that. And then Josh Allen pass yards. And I remember we yeah. were all we lost. It. Yeah, see, that should have been the Tallman ticket right there at, at your at your party. I won like seven hundred bucks. See, he does win, just not when it counts. Yeah, just not when we film it and post it online. So it just looks stupid as hell. Yeah, disclaimer: we've seen Tallman win plenty of times, so he does pick uh, some, make some good picks, and we'll see what's going on with the Tallman ticket here uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, if anybody's out at the Waste management open on Saturday. Keep an eye out for us. Uh, maybe you'll get on the, the camera and answer some questions with us as well. But Chris, Tallman, Drew, I think it's about that time. It's getting late. We talked about everything. We made our predictions. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm super excited for this game on Sunday. So before we head out, I'll pass it over to Drew. Drew, if you got anything to sign off to the people, Feel free, man. Uh, it would be fitting just to leave everyone with a go bird. Short go and sweet. Bird. That's how we like it. Go bird. Tall man, what are you thinking, man? How are you feeling about this week and what do you got for the people? Um, I guess have some fun and to the people coming to the Super Bowl party, I guess I really got to make sure I have uh, meatballs or it's going to backfire. You're not getting chicken wings though, Mike. I'm sorry, but that's, um, that's everybody fine. have fun. Um, if you're in Phoenix, which I'm sure a lot of you are, have fun driving this weekend. It's gonna be a shit show. Oof. That is one thing that we always forget about when the big <laughs> events are here in Phoenix. But Chris, appreciate everybody who's joined us. Go ahead and let the people know what's going on with us and sign us off, man. Oh, I get the honors. Sweet. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's championship weekend, Super Bowl weekend. Like Mike said, a lot going on here in the Valley with the Open, the Super Bowl. Uh, Brett Kersher is in town. I think he's at Mullet Arena. Uh, Just a whole lot of buzz, man. It's a fun time to be in the Valley. Um, I hope everyone's safe out there on the road. 
a lot of crazy people. People are going to be get, be drinking and probably driving, even though they shouldn't. Um, if you're out there, get an Uber, call a friend. Um, you know, be safe. That's all I got to say. But uh, let's see. Let's see who wins. Uh, I'm I'm gonna gonna follow up with these predictions and see see how you guys did and uh, who was right, who was wrong. But make sure you're tuning in, following us here on YouTube. Go ahead, hit that notification bell so you know when we go live and we're posting new content. Mike and I were just plotting last night, and we we have a plan where you're gonna start seeing a lot more content here on our YouTube page. And of course, make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at az underscore vsp. Uh, I think our link tree is in the description in most of these places. So you'll find us or just hit up Google uh, Valley Sports Plug. But if you're at the end of this video, that means you're already probably following us and a loyal fan. So we very much appreciate you. Tallman, Drew, Michael Benjamin, it's been a pleasure. So for these fellas, I'm Chris Patrick, and we'll see you next time. Peace.